We are live. Let's see if Adam shows up here. See if he's going to be on time. Uh, happy Wednesday, everybody. Hope you're having a good uh, good Wednesday. Look, here he is. We already got it going. This is how we're doing it. Yes. Oh, that's a nice little hat. Is that a new hat? You don't want to know about this hat. I want to see that hat. Let everybody you're gonna see mock- What is that? You're going to mock me. I can't even get into it. Oh man, is that like a like a some sort of club? Maybe like a, an East. It is okay. Like, is it a tennis club? I'll go deep right now. Let everybody know. Is that a tennis club in like the Hamptons or something? Am I nailing all this right now? Totally. Are you for Are you for real right now? <laughs> oh my gosh! It is. It is a tennis club that I joined. It's in Westchester, but this is a. I was in a cornhole tournament with forty four teams. Last Sunday. Wow. And I, I, I was entered into it with my brother-in-law, and we actually made it to the final four, and, uh, and we lost. But uh, this is the hat. It's pretty it's a dope hat. Yeah, I can't believe you just nailed that. It's unbelievable. Cr- that is crazy. Um, I don't know. I put this out there. I finally was able to put this out there ahead of time like I did a couple times before. Who knows? Let's see if, let's see if people are out there today. We're going to talk about – the lay of the land right now, what's happening out there. Um, and it's, I, you know, the more I think about the way that you and I do this, it does have a great, um, it has, it has solid synergy as far as perspective, because you, you get to talk to a lot of, of CPG brands and you see them in kind of different forms. Like some are a little early stage, some are mid, um, some are seasoned, some are not. Some just have a question about social and, and then, and then you do get to get into their pocketbook a little bit. Right. And I, I mean that because it's almost like, is there sticker shock or is there not when they thought they were going to come to you for, Hey, can we get a little bit of, uh, 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 of digital to do this? And, or no, we just need some art to do that. You're like, I know, but it's going to be three gear at K and they're like, ah, right. Or some, you say it's 10 K and they're like, okay, great. We had that budgeted in. So you've been doing this now for so long, you've seen it kind of in the different forms also of, of where we're at as an industry, right? Totally. So um, I think anybody who's in CPG, whether or not you're, you're involved with a brand or you're, you're service related, like you might have customers the same way Adam does. He has clients and partners and the like, but like you, you might be selling film and you know of your customers who are like, going out of business or, or not making the payment or, um, or you're just, there's less inquiries or maybe there's more inquiries because that person needs, you know, an extra penny off, off the impression, like things like that. So offer up anything that you can while we're talking about this. So give it to us. Um, yeah. I mean, I can go into a lot of topics, um, but I, you know, I'm sure we'll get through them over the next half hour. Um, the market is really strange right now. You're seeing brands that are getting into stores. So like I have, I have a few brands that in the last like two weeks, they have at the same time, like pushed out that they just got into like 5,000 stores. And at the same time, like immediately terminated our relationship to save cash. Mm. Like no 30 days notice. Like we need to immediately go on hold. Um, I did an RFP the other day, which I don't do. You know, I hate RFPs. Uh-huh. I did an RFP. I went through the process. It was like a big deal. I spoke to this guy. We spoke 10 times. He guided me through. 
He's like, please submit. Like, I want you in. I want you to be my guy. Please. I submitted the literal thing on Friday. And then I got a LinkedIn message from him. I thought it was going to be like, good news. You got the business. It was like, hey, I was laid off on Friday. So the guy that guided me was laid off. I don't even know where the RFP stands. And he's asking me if I can get him a job somewhere. One of my other clients, we just kicked off August 1st. They let us know on Friday, they need to immediately terminate everything. I thought it was like shady. They like, they like changed all their passwords and everything. I'm like, this is really weird. And then the entire marketing team was let go. And the marketing director of that company emailed me on Monday. Hey man, you, you know, I know, you know, so many people, can you get me a job? That's two people in like five business days as counterparts of like pretty legit brands with like revenue. So I'm going to stop there. I do want you to stop That's there because crazy. I actually want you to keep going in a second. I, 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 I see, I can see how many people are watching and I just, so because I go back to LinkedIn, there's like a good amount watching. And I just wonder if anybody's going to chime in. I wish we could get like a thousand people from the CPG space and just all in here right now, right? Like in a chat room, you know, it'd be a little weird because everybody would want to be saying stuff, but I just can't imagine that nobody is feeling what we're talking about right now. And um, they I don't care if they're even in one of these like really great high flying brands. I'm just gonna use one. I just, I'm just gonna use one. Um, these are kind of brands like you like, like Poppy or something. Uh, folks, this is like off the cuff, please. I'm just picking a brand, relax. Um, you know, like they probably, I don't know, they might, they probably have some great financing in place already, right? I don't remember if, when the round was, or sure there was, right? Um, they've got some smart people on the team. I like love stuff like that, right? I, I like the brand. I don't drink, I, I don't do drink stuff like that, but like, I, okay, for, for our Olipop, okay, same thing. Um, lemon perfect, great. Like, like, at the end of the day, wouldn't it be awesome if the, like the, the founder, the CEO, or, or some of the management were in in this, and we're just saying the same things like, no, 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 guys, I'm stressed right now. I'm, I'm stressed. Yes, you see us doing this and like all those things, but like, no, I, I'm stressed. And it's for like a hundred reasons. It's for things that I think about, like there's money in the business and they might have an affinity to, to the money. Like, I really care about it. Like if this thing doesn't work, I'm, I, I'm going to be very, 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 very sad. Right. I wish we could just get it all in the room. And then everything from that ladder down, right. Everything from that ladder down to the, to the one, to the sales guy or gal who knows this is not going to turn out well right now. We just went into a decline and there's nothing magical happening here. I, there's nothing in the pipeline. I, the founder doesn't talk to us anymore. He, he or she went MIA. Like, that's what I mean by down the ladder. There's like, right. So please now keep totally. going. So, and, and, and I like how you teed this up. Like I definitely can see like the early signs of what's coming because I'm so intimately involved and because I think I'm a must have, but in some instances I'm a nice to have, I'm still an agency partner and you know, you're running a brand like you could you could ban down the hatches, terminate people, terminate your agencies and then fight off the ropes to 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 not go out of business and then regroup and then come back. Right. Like sometimes it seem, might even seem if you're working at a company like everything's going to oh, everything's crazy. They're firing everything. I need to interview. It's like, no, it's like 
if I'm doing 6 million in revenue and I was building to get to 12, I might need to pull down the brakes to continue at six or at four or to go to seven. Like I got to change everything. So good leaders need to just be honest and not too proud to make really smart decisions and think about that very quickly. I just see early stages of it. Sometimes it's cool with like some of my good relationships. We have good conversations and we think about like, what's a workable short-term four months thing. And sometimes I make a call. I'm like, you know what? I'll do it. And I'm not going to take away any of your services. I believe in you. And I'm going to help you get through this because I'm an owner. I get where you're at. So I'm going to do it. All we have to do is have a conversation. What's worse is some clients just fall behind four months and then just don't pay. That's the worst, right? Like I, that, that's, not, that's not a good sign. That's not, that's not good. And I'm probably not the only one they're not paying. I will say one other example. We had a brand that I think is 20 to 30 million in revenue, um, fell behind on payment, caught up, put us on hold. I was like, man, I, you know, it's a shame. I, I might never hear from them again. And like, they're like, they like recently reached out. They like regrouped. They, a couple of orders came in, some cash flow came in and it looks like maybe they're going to re-engage. So like, I love that. I love like good, smart decisions, make a choice, be honorable with your partners, be honest with your employees, fight up the ropes, come back. Cause that's the only way that you're going to yeah. be able to do it. So I definitely see a lot of early signs. And so it's, it's really hairy out there with stuff like that. Like I'm seeing a lot of new business inquiries and referrals, but I'm also in a little bit of quicksand that some clients are just like, are like falling by the wayside. So I just have to keep us ahead of that. Uh, do you at this point now, and then I'll just, I'm going to go deep on some stuff. Um, yeah. The laws. Uh, yeah. It makes hard, hard decisions. I, I, I'm just off the hard decisions. I, I, for the first time in a, in a very, very, I, I don't even remember just of doing stuff, you know, being part of a brand or whatever it may be. I just had to have some really hard conversations. And um, I, I, at this point, I kind of have to remove myself. I, I defer, you know, we have a controller. It's like, we have a very small team, but I have a, a controller, right? And him and I were in a back room yesterday. We only have a small room, you know, and we went to town. Like he's saying, I'm telling you right now, this is what you're going to be doing. And I remove myself now. And that's part of my conversation. I'm removing myself from this personal, emotional piece, right? It might be with an individual um, and just, or it, it might, it's my own, my own pay got cut because I want to make it to the end. I want to get through this thing. And then you get into these really, you start replaying stuff, which could get really daunting. Why didn't I do that before? Why didn't I, I knew we were right there. We could have, if we were cutting 30 K off the GNA now, why didn't we do it three months ago? Cause, because you didn't. And you take responsibility. Like it's all on me. Everything is on me. I said it to him. This is verbatim. I made a terrible mistake. I, I verbatim. And you know what he said? Yeah, you did. Not malicious. Yeah, you did. He follows it up with, but I understand. And then we went through a couple things. It's really, really, really rough right now. I just called somebody. I called somebody who I, I, you know, friends with, and I, his business is bigger than ours. And I just, I'm asking, I'm like, I say it, there's no way you're making money. There's no way I, I see your stuff. And he's saying, you're, you're right. And we're just, we're closing another convertible note. And I'm thinking to myself, this is freaking nasty. I'm, I'm just sorry. Here you go, guys. Here you go, everybody, men, women, everybody involved. Like if you aren't in this muck right now, 
and you know, understand the sentiment that I'm talking about. I, I God, God to God to you. I, I just, I just don't understand. Um, and, uh, you know, I, the, the have, now we can go to the, to the, to the nth degree, the biggest of players. It's just like yesterday, Oatly, sorry, Oatly, this isn't about you. I don't even drink your stuff. I wouldn't drink. It's not about that. Like I'm, I'm actually a fan if anything, because I love really awesome stories like that only from the little bit that I, that I read about and it's the, you know, the guy and what he did to get public and all that. Like, I'm a fan of that. Like more power to them. I, again, I don't drink stuff like that. So I don't know. I'm not a customer. Um, 170 in, in, in revenue and burned 70. I don't even, I don't even understand that. If you're already at what are we doing then? What is this whole industry doing then? I, I'm just like, what, what are you doing then? What is the business? What is, what are the fundamentals of the business then? How do you lose $70 million off of 170 in revenue? Where, if you've, you're, you're now public, you've, you've offered up what your margins are and they're horrible. They're horrible. If you're already at scale, what is the end game? Oh, they get, you... look, I think, um, the bottom line is it's like bigger, bigger yields, bigger problems. You're always playing offense. So it's the same thing as like 3 million in revenue, but you know, you're spending a ton because you're betting on the next thing or you're getting a production run in place so that if Walmart says, can you go? You're like, yeah, I can go. And then you're getting ready. And then maybe that gets pulled or like, no one's no one's sitting back with like 80% margin and hanging out if they're beyond their kitchen. Like you have you have to go ahead. And so in good times, we didn't see it. And like you said, you're kicking yourself. Like, why didn't I do it? I've always been a believer of like, do some investments during peacetime so that you don't have to worry in wartime. Because in wartime, when you have to make the hard decisions, you don't want to like cut your limbs off and then not be able to re to regroup. So like, I remember even here, like we, we had a really good beginning of this year. So like I went to my, my photography team and I'm like, what equipment do you need to get to the next level? And like our head of photography was like, honestly, each one of us needs like a $3,000 kit. So I just bought them for everyone. And she was like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm just investing. Cause so now when they're like, Hey, I need equipment. I put a moratorium on all new equipment and all new salary raises right now. We have to, you got to make you got to make smart choices and you got to think about what's going on with the business. And it would be terrible if now I did that and a photographer, like their camera breaks and like, or they're using like five-year-old lighting and like our quality, like then, then things get sloppy and then they get frustrated and then the quality goes down for the customers and we lose customers. So like, it's really important. Unfortunately, you can't go backwards now. You can't be like, all right, let me go in reverse. And so you just got to be pretty fast with like the wartime decisions right now. Um, and I think you got to focus on your core business. And so for a lot of brands that's retail, I think you just got to massage the relationships, go to stores. Like you got to do the things you need to do. And you just really can't sit around feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. And it is, it is getting super intense, you know, as far as skew rationalization, like you're cutting out everything. We've been always forth, right? Like we cut the one thing I, I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating our cereal line, like because the margin got compressed 
And again, it's like the fundamentals of business now. And I'll go a step further about like this wartime thing. You know, I almost think that the opportunity here is for those that didn't get into this for, for, for the money. I know people will be like, no, I never did and all that. Well, you're, that's not fact. And, and um, I'll go to a lot of, a lot of the VC funded deals and the PE funded deals leveraged highly off of intellect and or relationships and or um, what I'd consider really smart looking uh, uh, Excel spreadsheets that, that had this path to something. And a lot of that was the, this is not talked about, by the way, I'm just off the cuff. A lot of it, um, uh, the fundamentals and, and those smart spreadsheets based off of a direct to consumer plays and, and, and how that was going to work. I want to, I want to, I want to say something on that. When that went away, I know of brands that were highly leveraged on that and highly leveraged off the, off the uh, education of the founder, right? Which, which carries a lot of other things. It's like, you know, there's some trust built in there. Like maybe they know people that come from good families and like, you know, maybe there's a little wealth behind it, all that. That goes to the wayside when this shit happens. What we're in about right now has nothing to do with that. You check your credentials at the door. All those high-level credentials at the door mean nothing right now. All those spreadsheets mean nothing because the reality is it's retail and customers right now that are going to make your business. Real ones on both fronts, retail and the customers, the ones buying your product. Many, that's who makes your, your, your business, right? Not the whiz-bang-bang of what you know how to do as far as hacking, right? Remember that? Remember all those cool terms? Where'd those go? Where'd those go? Where'd those go? Those are gone. And again, I'll say this. I know some brands that were heavily funded and leveraged off of that. And they're scrambling right now. I know founders who have left, right? Who have left because they saw the writing on the wall. And it's because they weren't really in love with what they were doing. And that's why I say there's a lot of, you know, again, PE and VC world, it's its own animal. And, and it's just to, 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 to really, um, th this is one of those defining moments. Again, it's happened many times before that basically says they don't know what they're doing either. They don't. They're purely guess, you know, it's all, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to remove as much risk in the beginning by checking off a few boxes but they're in the same shit we are. And I'll tell you what the theme is with them right now. They need to park any of that capital that they still have sitting there to support their existing portfolio because of how nasty it is. Think about that for a second. So. Yeah, totally. Lots to unpack there. I think um, for sure, even in the small investment that I've done, we've been like, completely shell-shocked. Um, I get opportunities all the time now, once a week, somebody hits me with a deck. You know, the first question, first of all, there's no question anymore. It's just, we're not looking at anything, yeah. but how much cash do they have in the bank? Can I get them through like six or seven months? And it doesn't even matter top line revenue. It's like, what do they have in the bank? Um, so that's why it's all about timing. Like some of the brands that raised like five, six million in the last, not even the last six months, but 
prior to the last six months and for the two years before that, which is good timing because now they've given them some runway to like at least break even. Like you said, on the, you walk the aisles of the stores and you're like, no one's making money. If they can have the wherewithal to break even and stay on shelves, then they'll be here for the next round of peacetime when it's able to grow. But anyone that was raising money or was just at the tail end of trying to close, it's like, it's hard. And like you said, now these VC companies that bet once are like, I just really hope I can bet a second time because I know they're going to come back to the till for more money. I need to believe that they can use it and not burn it so quickly. What's their cash management? That's like everything. So um, and a lot of these founders, especially like young first time founders, they don't know anything. So they, it's hard to instill confidence investors in those scenarios. And they're a little bit, they're shaking right now. It's hard to go into this like, like armadillo sort of like, like prepare for the hurricane mode if you've never seen it, right? It, we've been around the block. So we've seen stuff like, we're like, oh, remember 2008, remember 2001, remember like the dot-com boom, like it, it weathers you. Um, and a lot of the founders I come across are probably like 35 or younger, I find. And so a lot of them have had less of those in their life to give them experience. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. And I know some people will understand this sentiment. I always said this was never really about just organic snacks, right? This, that's what's kept me alive. And I'll go till the end until if, if the lights had to go out, right? At least I'll say that I, I that went to the end. And it's because this was about a health and wellness platform, right? And it's about this. And, and things that I could talk on and other things and building this, this uh, uh, a group of products around organic plant-based snacks, right? And uh, yesterday was a perfect example. We had a, a, a great retail meeting, Camp Fantastic, and it's a big opportunity. And we are going to fight for this small amount of space, right? you know, and we're going to fight for it. We're going to fight among not very many because we are, we're not very many in our category, which I got to also say, that's where the opportunity lies right now in the next 24 months too. There are not a lot of offerings right now or more that are coming down the pipe. It feels like there might be more and things will still happen because there's a low barrier of entry to get into this space, but it's not what it looked like two years ago. I'm telling you that. There, there are not, you know, there's not another plant-based, you know, uh, snacking platform like ours, right, that are coming, be, beating at our heels. So it's very important that, that I get to have these fundamental moments where the, the buyer totally understood and said something that has to do with what we do, right? Which is, he was saying, I need to fill the void for the, these customers, these customers who we want to come in our store, Right. And he's talking directly to us. And one of the things that I mention is, and it's an important one, we are never fighting Frito-Lay, right? I'm never fighting for their customer. And people get this twisted all the time. They do the, we do this and they do this and the check marks and all this shit. We don't do that. We're offering a product to those that are already in the health spectrum they're already on a health journey they probably are in the outer portion of the store already and it just so happens we're offering them a product that they would eat that's in center store it's a huge it's a huge difference we don't cannibalize cheetos i could give two fucks about cheetos sorry cheetos i love you guys thank you 
bias one day. Anyway, um, you you have to understand that the the the, the Cheeto buyer, the person that buys Cheetos, is not going to buy our product, even though our stuff is amazing. You have to understand that. They're going to the store to buy Pringles. They're going to the store to buy the Cheetos. And that's cool. I totally get that. They're going to the store to buy Coca-Cola. No, not the Zeros. Not the no this, no that. They friggin' love Coca-Cola. Leave them alone. And by the way, I'll show you the numbers. They're still out there. I, I'm just, I'm going off tangent so you can understand. The reason why I'm still going, because I mentioned things where people be like, then fuck, why are you doing this? If there's like no end in sight and you've now uncovered the entire CPG industry, I know, I know too much. I could, I could, I could back a hand math, tell you the inputs of something that's not in our category. That's how sick I am, right? So if I know that, sorry, folks, this is just coming at you here live, hot, I get it, is this is about a health and wellness platform. And my game is long. If I'm given the opportunity, I might not be because you run out of cash. My game is long. It, you get it? You, you understand? Because I think it's an important point because some people right now are going to pull the plug and rightfully they should because they don't have a true purpose. It wasn't about what it wasn't about what I'm talking about. So anyway, sorry, dude, that was a lot to handle. Yeah, I don't even know how to I don't even know how to respond to that. Um, I would, I, what I will say, not to have another ominous message on, on top of like 10 others is I went into health nuts which I noticed you're carried in on the way to, I literally was walking to my office yesterday in 90 degree weather. And I stopped in there because I knew they'd have a freezer section and I knew it would be cold. I'm just crazy like that. And so I walked around the store. First of all, it was empty. Not one person was in there. Um, and it's all, you know, it's like a small boutique, better for you store, all, all the healthy CPG and beverage products, no Cheetos. Um, and I'm just curious. I asked him how business is. He said, very slow which is not like I went to like a hundred stores and I did a poll that I just asked him, how is it very slow? And this economy and uncertainty is kind of unique. And this like major recession uptick after COVID, like, is this going to set back just the better for you eating set for a while because of the price point, like the payoff for organic or are people going to buy more Lay's and more Pringles while they, cause their receipts are so high. Um, I really, I feel like we were gaining so much momentum in the last few years. And I really hope that that doesn't set back that people don't even go into those stores. Uh, I wonder if there's an uptick in Thrive Market and some of the, some of the consolidators where there's a better price point. I really like the Thrive Market model right now. Um, so if you don't sell on Thrive Market, I would be working with Thrive Market and other guys like that, just meeting the consumer where they are so they can get healthier choices but trying to do it in a way that the margins work for Thrive for them and for you. It's not as easy, but I think that's worth, worth the effort. Um, it's just, it's just really important way to think about things. And, you know, it's so weird. Like I still haven't, we haven't, we had an employee that got to the third round interview, did two tests, passed with flying colors, ready to give an offer, ghosted. Hmm. We, we still have that going on. Like, yeah. 
things are weird. There's not really a playbook for it. So yeah. I think it's um, taking it day by day, but being ready to make hard decisions and focusing on some offense, even in all this muck. Yeah, the the, the comment about the stores, I mean, uh, th again, those in the space, they're feeling that. They're, um, summer months are usually slower. And I made mention of this. I think people really were out and about this this summer. They were ready to just go out and go big, right? Um, I was on a few airplanes and they were packed. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's it's normal for retail to be slower. And we're praying, wherever, all of us are, that comes September, kids are back in school and we're kind of getting back to the, to the flow of things, that retail picks itself up. The question will then be, you know, does, does the consumer feeling a little bit, uh, you know, uh, uh, unbalanced right now is where we're going as an economy. Uh, will they pay the extra dollar, $2, or do they start becoming price sensitive? There's always going to be the group that does not care. You know, p often people will like point to like a Whole Foods, like that customer, they're going in there and they're, they're, they're less sensitive. Well, I don't know if that's necessarily the true. There are still plenty of customers in there who are looking for the tag. Um, it is. It's just what it is. So, totally. um, you know, so all of these retailers, um, the, the only thing we can hope is that the retailers are, are going to be as sensitive to, the, to this as we are. I don't hold out any hope because what you have to do is you have to just be them for a second. They're just in this to, for business. They're in it. They're, they're operating a business the same way you are, right? And as much as they want to give you an extra two points, as much as they want to not give you slotting, as much as they don't want you to commit to digital spends, as much as they don't want to, it just isn't how the world works. And, and so, you know, we're surmising this, like, to, you know, what we're talking about, it's, it, it's just rough out there. And for those that can make it through, and, and, and pull the levers that they need to right now. It's not 90 days. Like you got to pull the levers now. It's probably for a while here. Is, um, and then skew rationalizations. If there's one that's like, it's just not working, you cut it. Now, today, like get off this Zoom here, whatever the thing we're doing here, StreamYard, and go cut it. Um, versus comfortable brands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm going to make a note on that. You, you don't think it's a coincidence that some of these legacy brands are coming out with gigantic numbers, do you? <laughs> Folks, that's not a coincidence. That's, that's what happens here. They also, a lot of these legacy brands can take the price hit. This is like adoption time. Like they already were, you know, they already had adoption. They're just picking up more customers, right? And, and, and the ones that were already adopted, those, they're just doubling down on the basket size. You know, it's like two packs of Oreos are going in there now. Like, don't get, you, you just got to be, I know it's hard. It's just because I've been around the block, like we've talked about before. It's, I guess it's easier for me to just off the cuff talk about. You have to remove yourself emotionally from everything and just be them. Be the retailer. Be the consumer. Be, you know. And at this point now, be somebody who's operating a business that has to make some really, 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 really tough decisions. Amen. Good luck out there. 31 minutes. Holler.